Uh, hello, everyone. Um, uh, welcome to Sinejita Talent Cast. Uh, today, we have a special guest, Sarah Michelle Taylor. She comes with more than two decades of HR experience across uh, talent acquisition, HR business partner, and as an HR generalist. Um, she's also a life and business coach for the past two decades, uh, working with candidates, helping them get jobs, and also as a career counselor. And over and about that, uh, she's also a speaker at various events as a domestic abuse survivor and as a career advisor. Welcome uh, to the Serendipity Talent Cast, Sarah Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Great. So um, I'm going to ask the obvious question of what's happening in the current scenario. I can't escape that. Um, in your experience, you have more than two decades of experience in the in the HR industry. Uh, how are things going to be now? You know, how do HR uh, personnel have to change their uh, the, the way they look at work with employees with the senior management how are things going to be different right now yeah I mean that's a very good question a lot of companies are asking right now I, you know because they're having to pivot right you know this is a, a time that we haven't had before and companies need to be on the innovative cutting edge to say how do we get to yes right um, and what I mean by that is you know in in some industries people will say, well, this person can't work from home. That job's not able to you know, be done at home for whatever reason, right? And then when they bring that information to me, my job is to help solve that problem, right? And so then I'll say, okay, well, what are the barriers of why that person can't work from home? Is it because, you know, is it a, a security thing? Maybe we don't have the right, you know, internet capabilities or we don't have the right secure um, internet connections, depending on the job that they're doing. Maybe it's in the financial industry or something along those lines, right? Those are things that, again, the company can, can figure out ways to get to yes. So I would say that's kind of the first um, initiative to look at is being innovative and how, how can we do that um, while still keeping the business running. The second piece is how do we get the managers to stay engaged with their employees while they're at home, you know, one for whether it's a performance um, on the performance side or is it on the retention side? And in some cases, there's things you were doing previously, pre-COVID, that you can say, how can we make this our new normal? And that's what I mean by, you know, if you were doing staff meetings or team meetings or one-on-ones with your employees, right. you know, call and check in, you know, send them a text, right? Whatever their preference is, so that, that way they know, okay, my supervisor's checking up on me, but in a good way, not necessarily, you know, Am I performing right. or am I doing my job? You know, that type of thing. And uh, I think that's a great point. Can managers, how can managers acquire new skills to kind of address the new scenario? Everyone is a newbie in this world, in this scenario. So what kind of suggestion do you have? So, you know, I think first, for every company, it's going to be different, right? But it's finding what is that level of support that your employees need. I think that's where companies can say, hey, how can we be innovative? I had a company reach out and they said, hey, we have all these laptops that we're not using. And I said, well, then if you're going to not have employees be there, instead of just saying, hey, we're going to shut the business down, how about we utilize those laptops and send your employees home so you can still keep your business running? And the CEO was just like, mind blown, like, they didn't, why didn't I think of that? And I'm like, sure. exactly, because this isn't the time to stop your business. I mean, think of how many, there's going to be a lot more businesses that are going to come out of this because other companies have shut themselves down. Right. So now you have to say, how can I continue to be on the forefront and make sure that my employees have the level of support that they need? And is that level of support based on the tools and resources or is the level of support that engagement piece? So it's, I don't necessarily have 
particular like software, um, you know, tools that I would recommend. I mean, I know that there's companies out there that, you know, that's how you can keep an eye on the performance of your employees. Um, but you know, you want to let your employees know that you trust them. And, yep. and the only way to do that is, is get on their level and say, how can I support you? I, I want to support you. Do you have the right tools and resources? Are we meeting enough times? What do you need from me type of thing? I think, uh, see, one of the things which I kind of experienced as part of working in a COVID is like, uh, when I'm in office, I just go to the person's where he's, uh, he or she is seated. I just talk to them. But now I have to call them or use Teams, and it's almost like I'm checking on them. Hey, are you doing your work? But I'm I don't want to do it. So uh, one of the things which we uh, I'm curious about how do uh, companies can identify high potential employees because for the high potential employees, it, it is going to be more difficult during this time too. Being that everyone is working from home, how do you separate your entire team? Um, you know, one versus the other. One of the things that I would recommend, it's those ones that seek those challenges and say, how can I make this better? If you were to walk up to their desk, you could see that, hey, they're not on the phone or hey, they're not busy reading an email or whatever the case is right now. But now you don't know, you can't see that, right? And so sometimes people might feel like, well, you're kind of invading my my space or my privacy, you know? So one of the things I would say is as a manager, you know, say, hey, do you have a minute? Can we chat? Or call me when you get a minute, right? It's, so it's still touching base with that employee, but also showing that in a respectful way. But for those high potential employees, I would say those are the ones that are going to help you problem solve on in the current challenges. They're the ones that's going to say, hey, what if we do this? Look for those employees, listen to those ideas, right? And then challenge them to say, hey, right? What If, if we did do this, what about X, Y, Z, right? I'm not saying to go with their idea, but make sure you, that you fully vet it out. But it's those ones that are bringing those ideas forward listen to their voice. And, uh, and do you feel that uh, in this uh, work from home era, it's probably maybe, I mean, the other thought is it could be easy to find who are the high potential ones now that you know who are the ones when they are in office, but then once they work from home, maybe the guys who are uh, really good kind of uh, keeps, uh, they can stand out. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, it is easier when they're not working from home, but that's where I say, you know, the ones that are passionate about their job and they're saying, hey, why do we do it like this? Wouldn't this way be easier? Those are the ones that that you want to look at. Those are the high potentials because they're thinking ahead. They're forward thinking and saying, hey, here would be a better way to do it, whether it saves time, money, or or just gives them more passion in their day and it makes them more self-fulfilled in their role. That tells you that's a loyal employee. They're willing to do whatever it is, you, you know, what it takes. And uh, you've been uh, uh, kind of con- uh, consultant for the, in the HR industry for the last two decades, and you have probably spoken to a multitude of candidates. Now, are you seeing any difference now in terms of how they approach just getting a job? Yes, because you, we've got, you know, millions of people out of a job right now, right? So, <clears throat> you know, if, if we go pre-COVID, you know, my coaching and level of support with, with candidates was more just helping them, you know, how to do their resume, how to do an interview. Right. But now after in the middle of COVID, you've got millions of people vying for those same positions and you've got ATS that are, are getting backed up, right. The applicant tracking systems, because they're really honing in on, you know, one person can't physically go through say 800 resumes in a month, but you've got that many people applying for jobs because those that have been out of work for months, they're applying for anything and everything at this point, right? They're desperate. Okay. 
And so sometimes I'll coach to them and say, hey, let's, let's review to make sure that, you know, based on the job description, um, so that way it can pick it up from the ATS. So you can make sure that your resume gets in there versus getting kicked out and not even getting an option for that opportunity. Yeah, and uh, probably the final question, your advice to um, employees, right? Now with work from home, what do you suggest make sure that they keep up the performance, uh, the consistent from which they had when they were in office and uh, how to make sure that the manager, their manager knows about it, even though they are not physically present in the same room? So, you know, the best advice or guidance that I give to most of my clients today is, you know, this is the time to make yourself more um, accessible to people. I would say continue to nurture your network. I think that's one of the things that people will fall back on, um, especially in this type of uh, uh, time, because with COVID, you never know where your path might lead you, say five five, um, months from now or five years from now. And, and especially as more and more companies are not getting on board with how do we get to yes, you're going to see a lot more companies continue to close their doors. And then that's where you look for those high potential and those passionate employees that are going to say, how do we do this? We can still do it this way and and still get the job done. Those are the ones that you want to keep. Those are, those are your biggest assets. I mean, we're all assets to our companies, but you want to look for the ones that are willing to, you know, take the time to, for additional training or additional knowledge. Those are your loyal, loyal folks. Thanks for joining Sarah Michelle. It's been great insight. And I think we definitely would have learned a lot from this. Thank you for your time. And I appreciate it. Feel free to reach back out for, for more after COVID uh, updates. Absolutely. Thank you.